Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. AstraZeneca refused blood clot links to COVID-19 vaccine. The 2021 VBIT Summit celebrates 20 years of policy achievements for value-based insurance design. And Managed Carecast discusses four strategies payers can use to ensure opioid use disorder care. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care, I'm Matthew Gavidia. This week, several European countries suspended use of the COVID-19 vaccine manufactured by AstraZeneca amid links to recent deaths from blood clots. Although AstraZeneca and the World Health Organization have both maintained that no scientific evidence supports the association and urge countries to continue use, Italy, France, Spain, and Sweden have joined those who are temporarily halting use of the vaccine. With unproven reports potentially adding to misinformation surrounding COVID-19 vaccines, A new poll by PBS finds that nearly half of surveyed Republican men will not get a vaccine. Currently, Republican men remain one of the key groups refusing to get vaccinated, with 47% of Americans who supported President Donald Trump in the 2020 election saying they would not be vaccinated if they had the opportunity, compared with 6% of Democratic men and 10% of those who supported President Biden. Along with conservatives, young people and people of color will be among the three target groups of an expansive $1.5 billion public relations campaign set to be unveiled by the White House to boost vaccine confidence and uptake nationwide, according to STAT. Relayed through television, radio, and digital advertising, the campaign will focus on addressing skepticism of vaccine safety or effectiveness, as well as educating eager Americans who want the vaccine on where, when, and how they can receive it. For more, visit AGMC.com. Last week, the University of Michigan Center for Value-Based Insurance Design, or VBID, held its 2021 VBID Summit in a virtual format. Marking 20 years since doctors Mark Fendrick and Michael Chernu, current co-editors-in-chief of the American Journal of Managed Care, issued their first VBID publication, then called Benefit-Based Copay, VBID concepts are now present in the Affordable Care Act through covered preventive services, Medicare Advantage has been running a VBID demonstration project, and the next iteration, VBID-X, is being developed. This year's sessions included panels of experts across the healthcare spectrum looking at the impact of VBID and what needs to come next, including using VBID as a tool to address healthcare affordability concerns of consumers, policy achievements of VBID over the last 20 years, what drove early adopters of VBID, and where VBID is today and where it needs to go. For full conference coverage, visit AGMC.com. Over the past year, the upheaval created by the COVID-19 pandemic has particularly affected individuals struggling with opioid use disorder and other substance use issues in the United States. Between June 2019 and May 2020, over 81,000 people died of drug overdoses, marking an unfortunate record of the highest number of overdose deaths ever recorded in a 12-month period. In a commentary published in the March issue of the American Journal of Managed Care, Authors Dr. Chetan Bacioretti, the Chief Medical Officer for Virginia's Medicaid program, and Dr. Mishka Terplin outline four things that payers can do to make sure that patients with opioid use disorder get the treatment they need and what's at risk if they don't. On this week of Managed Carecast, we speak with Bacioretti on the commentary, as well as how these strategies are being used in Virginia, where he continues to work one day a week as a primary care physician at Virginia Commonwealth University. For the podcast, visit AGMC.com. According to new research published this week in the Journal of American College of Cardiology, black adults living in rural regions of the United States between 1999 and 2018 experienced high mortality rates due to diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, and stroke compared with white adults. It has been previously shown that cardiovascular mortality rates in rural regions tend to be higher than in urban areas, 
with heart failure documented as a contributing factor in this trend. And, despite numerous public health and policy initiatives aimed at reducing racial health disparities, it is unclear whether these efforts have benefited black persons living in rural and urban areas equally, researchers wrote. Deriving de-identified data from the CDC Wonder database, researchers compared annual age-adjusted mortality rates per 100,000 individuals for black and white adults stratified by rural or urban area. Throughout the 20-year study period, data showed annual age-adjusted mortality rates were substantially higher in rural and urban areas for black adults compared with white adults for diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, and stroke. Although, this gap was found to be narrowed more rapidly in urban compared with rural areas for diabetes, as well as for hypertension diagnoses. Results also indicate that diabetes and hypertension-related mortality are two to three times higher among black adults compared with white adults in rural regions of America. While modest gains have been made in reducing racial health inequities in urban areas, large gaps in death rates between black and white adults persist in rural areas, particularly for diabetes and hypertension, says study author Rishi Wadhira. Given that diabetes, hypertension, and heart disease are preventable and treatable, targeted public health and policy efforts are needed to address structural inequities that contribute to racial disparities in rural health. For more, visit AGMC.com. Continuing the discussion on health disparities, evidence has shown that minority groups develop cancer at higher rates and experience worse outcomes. Speaking on these concerns, the American Journal of Managed Care is introducing the AGMC Oncology Value Coalition with its first webinar, titled Disparities in Cancer Care, Sources and Solutions, to be held on March 22nd. Joint Community Oncology Alliance or COA President Dr. Katya Patel, COA Secretary Dr. Deborah Pat, and Mahari Vanderbilt Alliance Executive Director Dr. Karen Wingfield for the landmark event. To register, visit AGMC.com. For all of us at AGMC, I'm Matthew Gavidia. Thanks for joining us. this issue, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.